Broadcasting from America, from sea to shining sea, and all over the world. Hear it now. President Kamala Harris and John Goya, Latino, Hispanic, conservative activist, on this week's edition of Hear It Now. USA! USA! The area is receiving this broadcast. This message will be repeated in 10 seconds. that is needed to kill every man, woman, and child who live in the state of New York. They arrive here, they, they look at the word democrata, and they say, oh my God, okay, this is democracy. Do you have plans to visit the border? Uh, um, not today. <laughs> <laughs> Company LLC through affiliated broadcast radio stations and online media platforms worldwide presents a document for ear from the people who made the news. The voices and sounds you hear are presented as they were recorded in a time of confusion of a world in crisis. It is broadcast in hope that these voices and sounds of our world will add another view of understanding in the difficult times ahead. Now, the producer and host of Hear It Now, Thomas R. Bond. Hello, America and the world. What a week this has been in New America. It's been over 130 days that the Biden Socialist Collective has taken control of the U.S. government. Washington is still under subtle military occupation, a $6 trillion plan, the largest proposed in U.S. history, will gut out the American economy as we know it, and it's on the horizon, funded by massive tax increases on struggling Americans. Unemployment checks flow as the worker shortage increases. Hyperinflation rages. As prices soar, thousands of small businesses close their doors while mega corporations make millions. Taxes increase dramatically nationally and statewide. And the border crisis. Governor Greg Abbott issued a disaster declaration along Texas's southern border in response to the border crisis. 
providing more resources and strategies to combat the ongoing influx of unlawful immigrants. The governor is authorizing the use of all necessary and available state and local resources to protect landowners from trespassers and the damage they cause to private property. The governor has also directed the Texas Department of Public Safety to enforce all federal and state criminal laws, including criminal trespassing, smuggling, and human trafficking. Biden's open border policies have paved the way for dangerous gangs and cartels and human traffickers, especially women and children, and deadly drugs that flow in, like fentanyl and others. They pour into our communities. This was stated by Governor Abbott. Just the first four months of this year, the Texas Department of Public Safety has seized 95 pounds of fentanyl. That's more than 21 million lethal doses. To put that in context, just the first four months of this year alone, the Texas Department of Public Safety has seized more fentanyl than is needed to kill every man, woman, and child who live in the state of New York. This is an almost 800% increase over last year in just the first four months of this year. And that does not even include the amounts that went undetected or that were seized by other law enforcement agencies. Governor Abbott states further, meanwhile, landowners along the border are seeing their property damaged and vandalized on a daily basis while the Biden administration does nothing to protect them. Texas continues to step up to confront the border crisis in the federal government's absence. But more must be done. So it is clear that Biden's open border policies are unleashing deadly consequences right here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. You know, some drugs that people, including teenagers, buy off of the streets are laced with deadly amounts of fentanyl. The Houston Forensic Science Center found instances of fentanyl being added to ecstasy, a drug that is largely targeted at teens and young adults. Let me give you a few recent headlines and some more numerical context about the challenges that you're seeing in and around Tarrant County. One headline read, a Weatherford teen bought blue pills on social media. He died days later. That teen died because of fentanyl-laced drugs. Another headline said fentanyl-laced pills and overdoses surge in the Fort Worth area. It is a fatal trend for many. Another uh, wrote, Fort Worth man accused in fentanyl overdose of Parker County 18-year-old. And here's some staggering numbers of what we've seen in Tarrant County. Fentanyl seizures in Tarrant County have gone like this over the past five years. In 2017, there were zero seizures of fentanyl. In 2018, zero seizures of fentanyl. 2019, zero seizures of fentanyl. In 2020, they seized 52 grams. In, in the first four months of this year, is more than double all of last year, where they have seized 137 grams. And with all the confusion, there's a resurgence of Latino and Hispanic conservatives that are flowing in, taking up a torch, and truly making changes to stop the border atrocities and to help extricate Joe Biden from the legitimate office of the president, along with his fellow socialist cronies. One of these truly courageous individuals who is close to President Trump is John Goya. If you haven't heard of him, you will soon. He has been deep in the mix for quite a while. He is a Latino-Hispanic activist, anti-communist, who was born in Havana, Cuba, and experienced the tyranny 
of communist Fidel Castro and his brother Raul, cohort of former President Barack Hussein Obama. John Goya is also the president of Make California Great Again, past GOP Los Angeles treasurer, and the official Trump surrogate in 2016. With Goya's pro-capitalist radical agenda, he intends to defeat the socialist communist movement at their own game. He will be running for senator in the embattled state of Arizona, helping to oust our ineffective representatives. We will return. I think he's the greatest president we've ever had. I'm just I'm too emotional. But I really thankful that I've been invited here, so tell me what what makes you emotional about the president? What he's done for the country, all his policy changes, what he's done for black and brown Americans, and um, what he's done for Hispanic people. And this, uh, I'm trying to think. I like the way he talks. Period. You know, he's not scared of anything. Trump does not lie. I'll tell you that much, man. He says, that's what I said. I'm going to stick to it. Whether you like it or not, I'm staying there. Best thing about the event is the positivity. You know, it's, it's not about the past. It's not about racism. It's not about slavery. It's about how things are going so well right now. That's the best thing about it. Trump has done so many fantastic things, not only for, you know, what you think the white people or the rich people, but for the black people, for the Asian people, for the Latino people, for everyone. There is a growing danger that threatens every blessing our ancestors fought so hard for, struggled, they bled to secure. Our nation is witnessing a merciless campaign to wipe out our history, defame our heroes, erase our values, and indoctrinate our children. Angry mobs are trying to tear down statues of our founders, deface our most sacred memorials, and unleash a wave of violent crime in our cities. Many of these people have no idea why they're doing this, but some know exactly what they are doing. We are the nation that gave rise to the Wright brothers, Clara Barton, Jesse Owens, George Patton, General George Patton. They think the American people are weak and soft and submissive. But no, the American people are strong and proud, and they will not allow our country and all of its values, history, and culture to be taken from them. They want to silence us, but we will not be silenced. We stand tall, we stand proud, and we only kneel to Almighty God. It is time for our politicians to summon the bravery and determination of our American ancestors. It is time to plant our flag and to protect the greatest of this nation for citizens of every race, every city, and every part of this glorious land. Make no mistake, this left-wing cultural revolution is designed to overthrow the American Revolution. In so doing, they would destroy the very civilization that rescued billions from poverty disease, violence, and hunger, and that lifted humanity to new heights of achievement, discovery, and progress. To make this possible, they are determined to tear down every statue, symbol, and memory of our national heritage. America's destiny is in our sights. America's heroes are embedded in our hearts. America's future is in our hands. And ladies and gentlemen, the best is yet to come. Yeah. 
Now back with John Goya, Latino, Hispanic, conservative activist, and vice president of Make California Great Again. Making plans to take down the socialist, communist movement through the Latino, Hispanic, conservative community. Thomas, in uh, 2016, uh, we opened uh, a Trump headquarters office in Long Beach, California, which is uh, not only in the bluest of states, but in the bluest of cities. Um, And we were right there on Anaheim Street. We became so popular that the Rush Limbaugh, may he rest in peace, uh, show mentioned us uh, that we were open. Um, The LA Times came out to do an interview because they felt we were a bunch of white guys, old white guys, and uh, they were shocked when they arrived at our office and they saw that we were a a vast majority of people. We had Filipinos, we had uh, Latinos from Mexico, Central American, the Caribbean, uh, myself being of of Cuban descent. uh, We had uh, also uh, Puerto Ricans with us. We had a a complete diversity of Americans because at the the end of the day, we all considered ourselves Americans first. Uh, We were very proud of our roots, but we we were there. And uh, actually, I I traveled to Trump uh, Towers in New York, uh, introduced ourselves, basically told the Trump office that anything that we could do uh, I know we were in California, but anything that we could do, we made thousands and thousands and thousands of calls outside of California to Pennsylvania, Ohio, uh, Florida, Texas, uh, Indiana, Michigan, Wisconsin. Uh, like I said, we had volunteers of all ages. We had high school kids to people in their 80s. Um, we had every color that you can possibly imagine. And we had a lot of fun doing it. Um, We were never attacked. Were you actually able to work with the actual main Trump campaign or mainly just in the Long Beach as the, uh, as like a, like the branch of? Actually, we, we, I, when I went to New York, um, we actually got contacts in, in Trump Towers and we were directly talking to people that were running the Trump office. Um, uh, campaign. Uh, we went to the, our, our group went to the inauguration. We had, uh, we had people. Were you actually able to work with the actual main Trump campaign or mainly just in the Long Beach as the, uh, as like a, like the branch of? Actually, we, we, I, when I went to New York, um, we actually got contacts in, in Trump Towers and we were directly talking to people that were running the Trump office um, uh, campaign. Uh, we went to the, our, our group went to the inauguration. We had, uh, we had people come down from Sacramento and said, oh, my God, you people are doing more here than we were able to do in Sacramento. Uh, and we had people, we were in Long Beach, and we had people that were coming up uh, all the way from San Diego. We would have gatherings every, every Saturday because, uh, you know, we, we uh, conservatives work. So we had gatherings every Saturday. We had gatherings at night, and I'll tell you that we had a Saturday where we had almost 750 people show up. We didn't have a place to put them. Uh, they were out in the street. Thank God that uh, Gary Fulheim had uh, supplied us with the full building because uh, the office that we had, uh, unfortunately, could hold 50 or 60 people, but not hundreds. Uh, so Gary basically turned over the, the, the building to us. And like I said, we had at one one time we had over 750 people show up that they were out the door and around the corner and and everything. So we were very uh, very blessed. We were in contact with uh, some of the Trump aides in uh, Trump Towers. Um, we we made recommendations uh, for what to do in Nevada. Um, so we were extremely involved. We were extremely proud of our president. And I got to tell you that to me, he's still our president because yeah. this uh, this clown in the White House, who's a racist, uh, has no has no right to be there. Anthony, um, the mic. 
Yeah, he's 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 a you know he he is a racist. He's always been a racist. In fact, I think I've mentioned this to you once before that the reason I became a Republican was because of him. Uh, because he he did when I was in high school, he made the comment that brown people shouldn't be going to school with his white people, and um, it it actually cost me uh, an election in, the, in at a high school level, and I'll never forget his comments, and that were repeated to me because I was I, there was only four minorities in the school that I was going to, and I was one of the four, um, so he's. This thing in the White House is oh, I've always I've always detested him. It's Kamala Harris that is running the White House, and actually she's not running the White House; she is the plant. That's my own opinion, because the president of the United States is Barack Hussein Obama. Period. Well, you you know what I I've heard that a lot, but I really think that that who's running the country right now is Soros, Schumer, and Pelosi. And I, 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 no, no, no. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. I, I, I think that there is a, 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 there is a split in the, in the community. Um, and yes, there is a lot of conservative values. And, and when I'm talking about conservative, I'm talking about because we all picked up and left the, the, the holes, countries that we lived in, um, when they became intolerable. And we left for the United States for the American dream. The problem you have is that you have, like every other race, you have people that arrive, um, don't understand. You know, they've come from a culture where, uh, for example, uh, everything is unionized, everything is minimum, minimum, maximum wage, uh, and they've been raised in that culture. Uh, so they arrive here, they, they look at the word democrata. And they say, oh, my God, okay, this is democracy. This is what we want to do. So there's, there, it, it, there's a learning curve. Um, there's also a part of, there's, like in every community, uh, there's also a, a bunch of people that have arrived and have figured out, wait a minute, I couldn't do this where I came from because I wasn't born in the right family. But you know what? I don't have to be born in the right family. I just have to be part of the uh, of the Latin cartel, and they go into the Democratic Party uh, because they figure, okay, I can do this now because I'm part of this party, and and I'm very unfortunate. The worst enemies that any culture has is their own people. Uh, you look at Fidel. You look at Raúl Castro. They were both from the Castro family, who was a very wealthy family. Uh, they were worth millions of dollars, but they didn't want that. They wanted everything. You are listening to Hear It Now, a weekly program containing the sounds and voices of the people who made the news. The program continues after this. probably know someone with autism. But you might not know that half of children with autism wander away from safe places, including homes or schools, in your neighborhood. Many head straight to water or into traffic with fatal consequences. If this were your child, would you want someone to get involved and help? Parents of children with autism do. If you ever see a child walking alone, remember the three S's. Stop to help, seek assistance from police, stay until they arrive. Get involved and help bring a child with autism home safely. To learn more, visit missingkids.com aware. Every year, 
300,000 American children are at risk of becoming victims of child sex trafficking. One of every three runaway teens will be lured or forced into sex trafficking within 48 hours of running away. The average entry age of American minors into the sex trafficking industry is 14 to 16 years old. Sex trafficking is the second largest enterprise in the world. Child sex trafficking is not something that only happens in other places or to other families or only in large cities. It's a problem everywhere and can affect anyone. Florida is third in the country for reported incidents. If you know of or suspect a case of child sex trafficking, call or text the National Sex Trafficking Hotline. Your information might save a child's life. This message brought to you by Christie's Cause, a nonprofit organization in Estero, Florida. Visit Christie'sCause.com to learn more about how you can help. Every child, every child needs protection. They need to survive. They need a childhood. They need medicine. They need food. They need water. They need tents and blankets in emergencies. UNICEF works to get children the things they need. In over 190 countries and territories. UNICEF has saved more children's lives than any other humanitarian organization. That's because we believe. We believe. That the number of children dying from preventable causes should be zero. Zero. It's possible. We can make a difference. Children need protection. Children need our support. We can create a better future. It can be done. Because every child, every child deserves a childhood. And every child, every child, every child deserves to survive. It's hard to think about that every year, millions of children are bought and sold. They are forced into prostitution or made to work at grueling, dangerous jobs with little or no pay. And thousands of these children live here. Yes, right here in the United States. I'm Angie Harmon, and I believe the number of children suffering this way should be zero. Five and a half million children are victims of forced labor and child trafficking all over the world. Their childhoods are being stolen. They work in exploitive, dangerous jobs, sell their bodies, miss out on an education, and live in servitude. To help these children, we must see them. Join us and learn how you can help end child trafficking. Believe in zero exploited children, zero abused children, zero trafficked children. Visit unicefusa.org to learn more. This is Hear It Now, a weekly program containing the sounds and voices of the people who made the news. Now, once again, here is the producer and host of Hear It Now, Thomas R. Bond. Now back with John Goya. Cubans themselves destroyed their own country. You look at Venezuela. The the Venezuelans themselves have taken the fourth largest economy in the world and have plummeted into being poorer than Haiti. So... The people that destroy their own is their own. Um, it's no one from the outside. I mean, Nikita Khrushchev said, we will conquer you from within. How can this vicious circle be stopped? Well, it, we have to go out and educate people. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a good example. Uh, it, I, am, I will be visiting Los Angeles because I moved out of California into Arizona because I couldn't take it anymore. Um, I will be visiting the Los Angeles area and, you know, they have put up in the Lagos theater, a picture of Che Guevara as you enter the theater. Now, Che Guevara, Argentinian born, uh, son of Satan, uh, was one of Castro's right hand man. In fact, they say that if without, without Ernesto Che Guevara, the revolution probably would never have happened. And here you have on an American theater in Beverly, in, in, um, not in Beverly Hills, in Hollywood, you have this picture as you enter the, a theater in California oh, yeah. to go visit, yeah. to go talk to, a, you know, a talk host show to listen to them at night, which is, of course, they're filmed in the afternoon. But here's a man who buried alive anyone gay, um, naked and full of honey. 
here is a man that when he was alive, he wrote in his own memoirs that black people were lazy and worth less than three quarters of any other race. And all they liked to do was drink. And he used them as target practice. When he took over Cuba, if you were a black Cuban, um, you all of a sudden became a target practice for Ernesto Che Guevara. And yet we have him glorified. When I see, when I have seen this, when I see uh, high school teachers in Chicago, especially black high school teachers in Chicago with a t-shirt of Ernesto Che Guevara, I go, how can you be wearing a shirt of a man who thought of you because of the color of your skin that you were you were worth three quarters of a human being and he used people of your color as target practice. But we don't educate. That's what I'm saying. The most important thing we must do if we're going to get this out is we have to educate. We've got to go out and talk about the reality of life. You know, the Democrats talked about abortion and aborting white baby, uh, not white babies, but black babies, as many black babies as you possibly could. Unless Yet you have anything, brown, anything that was brown. Yet you have Dr. Mildred Jefferson, who was the first African, who was the first black woman to graduate in 19, I think it's 1951 or 1952, Harvard Medical School, who started the conservative anti-abortion movement in America. So come on, how many people know that a black woman te a doctor, graduate of Harvard, was the one who started the movement and who convinced Ronald Reagan that abortion was wrong? And that's why it became part of the Republican platform. Yet you have the Democrats who, su who support Planned Parenthood, who their mission to this day is still to abort anything that is not white. John, you know what it is? It is, it's not just teaching the wrong things in schools. It is oppression. Yes. Because what's happening is anything that you say that is out of lockstep with the National Socialist Workers Party, and by the way, for our audience, that is what they're called here. And mm -hmm. they're called the American National Socialist Workers Party. There was another party that is the same party that was called that in Europe. They were called Nazis, the National mm -hmm. Socialist Workers Party. They were they were right. They were super supposedly right wing, but they were socialists. They were actually far left. How many people read this? They don't. And the thing is, John, is how do since it's being oppressed, how do we get rid of these teachers that are socialists and communists? I know it's cruel. They need to go. Bye bye. They need to go. How do we get them out of there? poisoning our kids' minds to maybe maybe have more of the parents running for teachers or or more involvement? What, what is your take? The, the, what we have to do is we've got to convince conservative people like you, like me, that they need to go into uh, teaching. I mean, I have a nephew who just graduated his undergraduate degree four years um, from college, and yet he voted for F. Biden. And he was petrified to come and tell me that that's what he had done. He said, and I know now that was a mistake. And I, I looked at him and I said, you come from a father who came on the Mariel boat lift. Your grandparents were, were stripped of everything. And, and your grandmother who raised you, my mother, who may rest in peace, who adored you, always, always kept our history in front of you so that you would never lose speaking both languages and also never lose who you were. The 9-11 Memorial will honor my partner and the officers who responded that morning. It's for my brother. And my 343 brothers who didn't make it. It's about hope for the future. So we always remember September 11th. For my husband, who never came home. And the first responders who saved my life. This shows the world that we can rebuild. That we are united. And that we are strong. Because the best of humanity can overcome the worst hate. It's for all the heroes like my dad. This year, the National September 11th Memorial opens in New York City. Join us to honor, remember, and reunite. 
To learn more or to reserve your visit, go to 911memorial.org. Most of us want to make some type of difference in the lives of others. St. Jude does miraculous work. The fact that no one has to pay, it's a place where everyone is treated as an equal. Everybody is welcome here, and it doesn't matter, you know, your religion or, you know, what part of the world you're from, that just sort of all that is taken away. It just gives you some hope. Yo siento que... Soy parte de, de esa bendición que ese niño recibió al irse a su casa ya sanado. It's just a nice feeling to put your energy into something that really does genuinely make a difference in a child's life. There's just no greater gift. If we have the ability to help, then we have a responsibility to help. Paranoia and psychosis. I became ill with bipolar disorder. I was diagnosed with severe depression and anxiety. It took almost a decade for me to be properly diagnosed. With the help of family. With professional support. I entered a journey of recovery. I'm happy. I'm realizing my potential. There is no help without mental health. These are the sounds of someone taking their eyes off the road. Texting while driving is more than distracting. It's dangerous. Do yourself a favor. Do us all a favor. When you're on the road, stay off the phone. A message from CTIA, America's Wireless Companies, and the National Safety Council. Welcome to your national forest. Are you prepared? Do you know how to evacuate if a wildfire were to occur? Did you bring the tools to put that campfire dead out? Are you willing to take only selfies and leave nothing but footprints? Your forest, your responsibility. Some nursing home residents are perfectly content where they are but some long for greater independence and a closer connection to the community. To those residents, we say you have a choice and Community Transition Services can help you make it. We'll help you explore different community living options, such as living in your own home with services and supports, assisted living, and more. We'll support you as you plan for your new lifestyle and help you reconnect with your community. Any nursing facility resident 18 and older can use our services, so get started today. Call Community Transition Services at 833-686-7700. That's 833-686-7700. Make the call and we'll help you make your move. A message from the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. I fish. I also clean local waterways so others can fish and swim. I help build public boat ramps for easy access to the water. I provide fishing and water safety education for kids. I maintain a healthy fish population so tomorrow's anglers can enjoy a catch. I prevent unwanted species from spreading into waters where they don't belong. I restore the condition of rivers to help fish and wildlife thrive. I fund long-term plans to protect our lakes and streams. 
I do all of these things and more, all because I buy a fishing license. When you buy a fishing license, you do a lot. In fact, every dollar from a license purchase protects and maintains your local waterways for future generations to enjoy. To learn more about how you can get your fishing license, go to TakeMeFishing.org. That's TakeMeFishing.org. You want to answer that, don't you? I bet it's just killing you seeing the soft glow just inches away. Someone wants to tell you something or ask you something. Oh, come on. Answer it already. Just so we're clear, that wasn't my fault. Next time, ignore your inner voice. Don't text and drive. A message from Florida's trusted choice, independent insurance agents. Now back with John Goya, Latino, Hispanic, conservative activist, and vice president of Make California Great Again, the Latino and Hispanic population is so powerful, especially in the state of California and in Arizona, too, where you're going yep. to be running. I mean, can't the Latino, Hispanic representatives that are conservatives establish their own squad like the socialists did, like AOC and all of these other just absolutely bald face socialists form a squad and show power that way? What are your feelings on that? I, I, I think that that would be ideal. Um, I don't think I don't think Marco Rubio uh, panned out to be what we all hoped he would be. I, I do have a lot of friends in Florida, family members that um, you know really worked for him, and and, and but I, I would just leave Rubio out of it. I think Ted Cruz is, is, is doing a lot. I think, honestly, I think Ted Cruz is really, um, from what I've seen, from uh, information I get from him, if you remember, he was one of the few that went to the border and had no problem uh, showing pictures and doing what he had to do. Uh, and he got, he got crucified. In fact, I have a sister in California who said, oh, Ted and and of course she is married to to a socialist, um, who 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 badmouth him. And I said, sis, all he's doing is showing what's really going on at the border. I said, open up your eyes. I know that you are infatuated with your husband of forty five years, uh, but you uh, it, it, you know you've got to come you got to come to life with our president. They tried to get him out every which way, every day they pounded him. Why can't the conservatives, and especially the Latino and Hispanic conservatives, do this every day? Go after him. Be a good revolutionary. Go out there and, and, and just nail him every day until we win. I spoke to my cousin's husband a month ago in Cuba, and he was blasting the government. He says, I don't care if they come because we're all tired of this. We, you can't say anything. And he even said, Raul Castro went up and did a speech for the revolutionary, May 1st is the is revolutionary day or, or the workers day. And Castro, Raul Castro who supposedly retired, got up in front of the whole nation and said, we will not tolerate anyone who talks against our government, which is exactly what F. Biden and his cronies are doing, as you exactly. said, here in the United States. No, no, I um, since we're, since we're running a little short on time, sure. tell us about your candidacy for the senator of Arizona briefly. Please tell us about that. Well, my hope is to next year start the run for 2024. Um, I think that, you know, Arizona is not New York. And I am from the New York, New Jersey area. I grew up in Hoboken and worked all my life until I was 30 years old uh, in New York City uh, and loved that area, unfortunately, uh, the politics there have gone to shit, pardon my English. And I will tell you that Arizona is not New York, is, is not the cronyism, it's not the socialist uh, New Yorker. And right now, who is running the two senators from the state of Arizona is not the people of Arizona, 
it's Chuck Schumer, who's another racist. Um, and it, not only is he a racist, racist, but I, I mean, when he was a sitting state senator in New York, he prevented black people from buying homes in his area. Exactly, exactly. Now, real quick, what is your website that people can go to? I'm all over the web. Uh, just just look up John Goya and you will find me on uh, KCAL News. You'll find me on CNN Latino. You'll find me on... I have more respect for the Latino and the Hispanic community because of the roots that you and the others came from. You want freedom to happen. We now have the ability to create our own videos. We now have the ability to do our own blogs and we have to get out there and not be afraid. We will never fully understand what we've asked of you, of your families or your children, asking you to deploy, patrol, stay on watch, on point, asking you to put yourself in harm's way to endure it all. But we do understand that it's our turn, our duty to bring you all the way home, to keep you secure, to have your back for the rest of your life. Wounded Warrior Project long-term support programs do whatever it takes to help our most severely ill or injured veterans live independently at no cost for life so that they might stand at ease. Hello, my name is Caleb, and this is my friend Brandon Gallagher. When I first started playing hockey, people always told me I was too small, but I never let that stop me. They say that about me too. But here at the Shrinehouse Hospital for Children, kids like me with orthopedic conditions get the best care. That's right. This is a place of hope where kids learn that they can achieve their dreams. To learn more and support Shrinehouse Hospital for Children, call or go online today. I pledge allegiance to myself and who I want to be. I want to be a teacher. Because I can make my dreams come true if I believe in me. I'm going to be the president. I promise to stay in school and learn the things I need to know. I want to be an actor. To make the world a better place for kids like me to grow. I promise to keep my dreams alive and be all I can be. I know I can, and that's because I pledge to stay drug-free. Love yourself. Stay drug-free. These are the sounds of someone taking their eyes off the road. Texting while driving is more than distracting. It's dangerous. Do yourself a favor. Do us all a favor. When you're on the road, stay off the phone. A message from CTIA, America's Wireless Companies, and the National Safety Council. This program is now dedicated to the Americans that are fighting for liberty and for freedom. We are in a very precarious time. Our representatives are not representing us. Even the ones that we think or that we believed in, many are now taking the low road. So this program focuses on the patriotic and true Americans such as John Goya, 
to be able to take this country back. John may run for senator, and John may just win, and then he will be a power player, but he will be a power player for us. America is made up of people, you and me. I work, my family all works. We work very hard, and what we do is good and contributing to the country and to our community. Like so many out there, we do not need oppression. We do not need socialism. We want a government that represents us. And this is what we are so desperately fighting for. Remember, it's the everyday person that is out there. And we happily focus on the people for America's sake. You've been listening to Hear It Now, a document for ear from the people who made the news. The voices and sounds were presented as they were recorded in a time of confusion, of a world in crisis. Here It Now is produced by Thomas R. Bond. Associate producers, Frank B. Marks and Lisa M. Bond. Theme music composed and recorded by Alessandro Saini. All contents of Here It Now, copyright 2021, Biograph Company, LLC. Here It Now is a trademark of Biograph Company, LLC. Here It Now is a Biograph Company, LLC production. Thank you.